This episode is brought to you by Utini, the new and easy way to stay up to date with Star Wars books by having them delivered right to your door every month. Enter the giveaway in the description below or use promo code SWBPODCAST for $5 off your first month. Pick your class and learn your master points because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 128 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be going over huge news on the progression system. Let's get started. Thursday night, I lined up a whole episode to record. Got everything set up. It's going to be your thoughts, our listeners' thoughts on what's been happening, topics, suggestions, questions. Then I go on Twitter, and I see Elliot, Battlefront Updates, posted a tweet, two eyeballs looking sideways. Two eyeballs. Why not three? Why not four? Made me question the whole episode. So here we are, Friday, at 10.53 p.m., and... Earlier today, we got huge news. Progression system changes have been detailed and announced. Revamped progression is coming soon. A major Star Wars Battlefront 2 update is cleared for takeoff. Since release, we've had since release, we've been hard at work making changes based on your feedback to create a better game for all of our players. Today, we're happy to announce that the Star Wars Battlefront 2 progression update, which features a complete redesign of the in-game progression system, will begin rolling out on March 21st. There are also some additional changes coming to the cosmetics in the game, but we'll get into that in a bit. With this update, progression is now linear. Star cards or any other items impacting gameplay will only be earned through gameplay and will not be available for purchase. Instead, you'll earn experience points for the classes, hero characters, and ships that you choose to play in multiplayer. If you earn enough experience points to gain a level for that unit, you'll receive one seal point that can be used to unlock or upgrade the eligible star card you'd like to equip. You'll keep everything you've already earned and unlocked. You'll keep all of the star cards, heroes, weapons, or anything else you've already earned. What you've earned will still be available to use with this update regardless of how much or little progress you've already made. So let's stop right there and break this down a little bit. Okay, linear progression. Since your star cards or any other item impacting gameplay will now only be earned through gameplay and will not be available for purchase. That's what we needed from the beginning. This is Mark 1 on a good progression system. We need it to be simple yet efficient in the progression system. I mean, the one that we currently have is like is so complicated and just so hard to understand, especially for new players. I mean, we just need something that's straightforward to the point. You know, you play more, you unlock more. And you can work from there. Crafting parts are gone. And in their place, we've got skill points. Number two, for good progression system. You are rewarded for how much you play with skill points. So if you play heavy, you will 
level up heavy faster than any other class if you if you play heavy more than any other class yeah and that's what they intended for in the game that i've noticed but it was so you know just so messed up in the process i mean i would play officer for so long and somehow my assault was higher than my officer so it was really confusing in that aspect oh because at launch they didn't have it to where you play a certain hero and you earn more for it. Yeah, I think that's it, what it was in uh, in the beta. Yeah, in the beta, it worked way better. In the beta, your class leveled up as you played the class, and then somewhere along the line, somewhere between beta and launch, we got this weird shift to the left, and they changed it. Yeah, to where you can upgrade your class through per- buying different items for it yeah so you could you could have a fully upgraded specialist class without ever playing specialist that will no longer be the case so with this progression system if you are playing let's say heavy you're playing heavy five hours a day this is hypothetical and no we all play heavy five five hours a day and you play specialist one hour a day let's let's just say that so you will level up your heavy faster than you would your specialist. That's some quick math there, man. <laughs> yeah, and it reminds me kind of like the Skyrim, you know, upgrading system to where, you know, you use your archery more, you get a skill point that you can use for your archery. Or, you know, that you can equip, say you get a skill point, you can put it in archery and you can start training it more to, you know, have that ability higher up and more powerful, which is, you know... Skyrim's a perfect example for a good progression system in a video game. I mean, it's came really out, complicated. Came out like 10 years ago. <laughs> it's really complicated, but I mean, you can spend hours and hours and hours and hours on that game and still have something to do. Uh, uh, w- what I'm taking out of this is you've been playing Skyrim more. <laughs> Maybe. But so so progression system is now linear. They've got two marks on the, the Sage Goodwin approval status. So yeah, I don't even have two marks on the Sage Goodwin approval status. <laughs> it's hard to get those marks, man. <laughs> High standards in the Sage Goodwin Mark Academy. The next part of the progression system. Crates no longer include star cards and cannot be purchased. Crates are earned by logging in daily, completing milestones, and through time challenges. Instead of these crates, in, inside of these crates, you'll find credits or cosmetic items such as emotes or victory poses, but nothing that impacts gameplay. Did we just hear those three words in a pay-to-win game sage? Cannot be purchased. Mm-hmm. And does not impact gameplay. That that's Mark Three on the Sage Goodwin and approval status. Yeah. So kind of taking nods from I wanna say Fortnite, like to where you know, you, you the only things you can purchase are cosmetics and you know, dances, you know, poses, which you know has no effect whatsoever on the gameplay, but you know, a lot of people love that aspect of the game and play that exclusively for that. So nice to see not being paid to win, just cosmetics and you know fun little emotes for the game exactly well next starting in april you'll be able to get appearances directly through in-game credits or crystals 
The first new appearances are coming soon, meaning you'll be able to grab new looks for your heroes and troopers directly by either using credits earned in-game or crystals available to purchase in-game and through first-party stores. If you've ever dreamed of being a part of the Resistance as a Rodian, your chance is right around the corner. Number four. I'm glad they're not just keeping it to where you have to use real money to get the, the skins. So these two things, what we talked about earlier just a second ago, and this, these two things tie in perfectly together. So episode 126 of the podcast, we went through a deep dive into microtransactions, their history, how they've done, have they, how they've been done right, how they've been done wrong, um, those kind of things. And in that episode, we were speculating on if they do bring back purchasable, purchasable loot crates, that they should be customization only. So they're not, they're doing something even better than that. So loot crates are going to be earned through in-game, uh, some daily logins, the challenges, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and when you think about it, Star Wars has the most potential of any thing for cosmetic changes. Yes, and then on the cosmetics front, you're going to be able just, just right off the bat, once this progression change comes in, once they have those skins available, those customizations, you'll be able to purchase them with in-game credits, or you can buy them. And some of them are going to be more expensive, so you're going to see them less. Some are going to be a little cheaper, so you're going to see them more often. It's just cool to see how that we can, you know, customize our heroes to our, you know, mm-hmm. to our preferences. And Rodian. So, Rodian leads perfectly into hashtag pancake face for life, the Celestin. That's, that's, I'll pay real money for Celestin. <laughs> uh, another thing... Uh, Battlefront uh, Battlefront captures or the cinematic captures. Some of his uh, most wanted customization would be Crate Luke, which I think would be awesome. Octu Luke, also awesome. A New Hope, uh, Tatooine Luke, Alderaan Leia, those would be awesome. I mean, when you have seven films in this universe and you have... Eight. Yeah, I mean, eight. Plus... Plus Rogue One, plus Solo. <laughs> okay, I ten films. That. Ten films. <laughs> ten films. Right, you know how two TV shows that have you know multiple characters spanning the universe. Comic books, comic regular books. books. I mean, there's so many variations of each hero and character. I mean, Luke, for instance, changes so many times in just the original trilogy. He's such a diva. <laughs> Always changing his outfit. We could get a straight call back to the original Battlefronts. I would like to see Pilot Luke skin. That would be so awesome, I think. Yep. You got Pilot Luke skin, Bikini Troopers. Yes, Bikini Troopers. I'm. Next time we have Paul Castlin or Dennis Brownville on the podcast or anyone from DICE, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be pitching them Bikini Troopers again. Uh, I believe it was Paul Castlin yeah, that we had. More, I'd rather podcast. see that, that amount of skin rather than Leia. <laughs> Right there with you, man. Right there with you. Yes, that, that's this. <laughs> Everything you need to see is right there. Oh, that is that is great. <laughs> Bikini troopers all the way, man. That oh, yes. 
if there's one thing out of if I could make one thing happen in Battlefront Two, it would be bikini troopers. If if I worked there, people would they probably fire me because I <laughs> would be pushing bikini troopers so hard. <laughs> but g- going back to the the post that they had on EA's website, which we will post down in the description. The next section is, these changes are a major step as we continue to improve the core of the game and add new content, and there's a lot more to come. In addition to continued balance patches, we will also add a number of modes to Star Wars Battlefront in the coming months, offering several standout, brand new ways to play. Some of these, like the recently released limited time jetpack cargo, are radically different than anything you've experienced in the game before, and we're excited to surprise you with what we have planned. The Star Wars Battlefront 2 update will release on March 21st, with more content rolling out in the following weeks. We're truly excited for the future of the game, and we would be honored if you would join us on this journey. Yeah, so they're alluding to more limited time game modes, yes. possibly? Yeah. Yes, that's what the, that's what they're saying right there. So more more game modes like limited, uh, like Jetpack Cargo. Yeah. Uh, which I think is awesome. Yeah, even if you just keep it on for a couple weeks, you know, Gives that, you know, sense of urgency to, towards players. You know, I need to play this because it's not going to be around forever. Brings more players in. Also a fun way to experiment with different aspects of the game. Exactly. They've got all of the marks for a great progression system. Now let's see how it actually implements itself as it goes forward and launches Wednesday, March 21st. That's going to be huge. Like, what... what in the world yeah it's not like you know that it hasn't been planned you know they've been keeping this in the works kind of hushed down for a little while yeah now. exactly um interested just, to see that because right when the game launched you know players were like we need progression system updates because it was the one major problem i had with the game i mean the gameplay mechanics are fine game modes are good but the progression system which at its core is you know, every multiplayer shooter online has a progression system. Exactly. And if you don't have a proper progression system, it's not going to, you know, drive players to play more and more, you know, and have that, you know, reward at the end of the day. And this progression, new progression system, took them five months to get right. Yeah, because when I got Battlefront 2015, my goal was to get to rank 50. Yeah. You know, and it was so satisfying when you got there. Because they had a reward for rank 50. Uh, currently in the game, rank 50 is nothing. There's nothing there except for an achievement on Xbox or a trophy on PlayStation. So the next part of the story around the progression system, uh, Dennis Brenval, who's the lead designer or design director for Battlefront 2, went on Reddit to answer some questions. First one I have here, will hero, trooper, customization be more substantial now, more skins, etc. More skins will be coming as quickly as we can crank them out. What I would like to see, throw out conventions of canonness. We don't need canon in Battlefront 2. Unless it's in a new story. Yeah. We don't need canon. We have Ray fighting Darth Maul. Need I say more? <laughs> yeah, you know, canon's kept in the campaign. Exactly. So this is a huge, huge topic. Should I spend my crafting parts now? Or will they get transferred to credits with the new update? So Dennis responds, they will be turned into skill points at a later patch. You should not spend your crafting parts now, unless there's an asterisk there. 
unless you don't want the customization. So the, there's two sides. So if you want the customization, the skins and that kind of thing, save your credits. Or yeah, you can or you can take advantage, so or, to say. Or if you want to just level up all of your classes, you can spend all of them like DG17R. Spend 100,000 uh, credits on uh, loot boxes or loot crates. Yeah. You can like abuse this mechanic uh, for the meantime. Yeah, so you can be ready. Um, that's that's if cosmetics will be less of a focus for you. So yeah. if, if you're not Personally, interested in getting a Rodian or Celestin or different like uh, trooper trooper skins and you just want the progression of your class upgraded go ahead and spend the money and get those crafting parts yeah i personally want to wait till the skill points comes out because it's going to be more streamlined for me when i'm upgrading certain classes or heroes yeah it's definitely when when that does launch we're going to have a set of crafting parts and we're going to break down exactly how much each of the things gets and what that means so that'll be fun. For cosmetics in April, will we see new stuff outside of what was included in Battlefront 2015? And you guys plan? And do you guys plan to update cosmetics periodically throughout the future? Cosmetics will be a constant thing for the future of this game. Some stuff will be from Battlefront 2015, but obviously that's going to run dry really quickly. You'll start seeing new, even cooler stuff. Yeah, really promising there. He says it's going to run dry really quickly. Yeah, so th- that means that means that we're they, gonna have a crab ton of content. They're going to be folk. They they are bringing back a lot of the the customization that was in Battlefront 2015, like the Rodian, um, like possibly the Celestin. I mean, honestly, when you look at it, there's not too much, too many races in Battlefront 2015. But you know, I mean, the Dark Trooper I really want, and when you look on the Imperial side. There's like four skins that you could add, and then mm-hmm. I think on the rebels are like nine, seven to nine. Yeah, so the rebel side is a little a little heavier. Uh, this this question I really like. Will we also see skins for based on their appearances in TV shows, e.g., possibly a rebels or Clone Wars base look for Maul, or even a Jango Fett's reskin for Boba? Thanks. So this was asked by I'm Inferno on Reddit. Dennis responds with, I can't go into specifics exactly what experience you'll be getting, but almost everything is on the table. So, bikini troopers are on the table. It's It was in a Star Wars game before, Lego Star Wars. Yeah, everything that went in Lego Star Wars is canon. Mm-hmm. Like Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens has canon stories. Yep. So, it, it's, an obviously, it's an obvious progression from announcing customization. And the lead up to Bikini Troopers. I'll pay. Okay, so I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is. If you, if if Dice puts in Bikini Troopers, I'd pay fifty dollars for it. Worth it. <laughs> fifty dollars. My own money. I would put into I mean, Bikini Troopers. It's not Trooper. full nudity. They have a helmet on. Yep. It can still be a kid's game and, and a bikini, like Lego style. It doesn't even have to be realistic. Maybe, maybe these guys were on on the Death Star when the rebels attacked, and they just had to get in the fight. So they couldn't, they couldn't just leave their their teammates out there dying 
while they put on their pants. It's just something a stormtrooper would not do. I mean, in uh, New Hope, there's bikini troopers. Um, Han Solo and Luke take off the stormtroopers' clothes. You know yep. what's under there? Thongs. Some Somewhere around the Death Star are two troopers naked with just with just their thongs on. Yep. Because you know that's what they're wearing under uh, yeah, there. Yeah, that's what they wear. <laughs> if this is a little more inappropriate, <laughs> just let us know. I just really want Bikini Troopers in Battlefront. I mean, we've got their slave lay in Star Wars, so Bikini Troopers isn't isn't way out of hands. So, Bikini's like Bikini Leia is way more revealing than Bikini Troopers. Yeah, but not a good way as the Bikini Troopers are. Yep. You you want to see what's uh, what a Bikini Trooper? (laughs) We want to see what's under the suit, guys. Yeah, this is all for academic purposes. Academic. (laughs) This is just getting worse. I'm going to stop it now. Okay. So thanks for the update. This is help an Irishman. See that you're already telling folks not to spend their CP. So crafting parts. But assuming I'm not very interested in skins cosmetics, would I be wise to spend all of my credits on crates in order to unlock cards and more crafting parts? If you're interested in cosmetics, you should spend your crafting parts now as to get as many cra- star cards and crafting parts as possible. So, same like we said earlier, if you're less interested in cosmetics, go ahead and spend your credits and crafting parts. If not, save them and wait to spend them on like a pancake face or whatever. Okay, so Melancholy Kojak. Regarding the skins, how much should we expect them to cost? Would it be wise to spend our credits reserves now on crates or save them until the new release it depends on how excited you are for future cosmetics some cosmetics will be cheaper than others while some will be really exclusive and require a lot of credits if you don't care about cosmetics you should spend them now in hopes of getting star cards this one i really like because this one kind of pokes in the development process and kind of what we'll be getting in the future Ginarthos. Uh, now, as the new progression system is ready, are all developers, etc., working on new content like skins, maps, or heroes? And can we expect big content updates more frequently? That would be really great. Yes, more content will be coming more frequently in this update out of the way. That said, we'll be continuing to improve all of our systems, including our progression, for as long as the game lives. So yes, the big thing, which is the progression system, which is what they've got all of the flag out for, is out of the way. So yes, we'll be getting more focused on other things and more broader things. But they're still going to be working on the progression system. They're going to be working on all of the, the the credits earned and that kind of thing. So that's always good to see. Will the current crates totally disappear? If not, the cost of buying crates will be the same. And lastly... Can we convert crafting parts into skill points so we will get the same amount of crafting parts and crates? You will not be able to buy crates for credits or crystals. The way to get crates will be for milestones and challenges. The crates will contain cosmetics and not gameplay upgrades. We do not want a game where you have to pay currency, whether in-game or money, and feel disappointed that you didn't get what you want. Quote, it wasn't worth the cost. End quote. We still feel it's okay to give you a random cosmetic for completing a milestone. Hope you feel the same. What do you think about this, Sam? Yeah, like it gives another depth to the game with the challenges. You know, obviously they had some reward collecting in the challenges, but 
once again, it was kind of convoluted in the whole progression system. Yeah. Hopefully now that they're getting the loot crates more focused and uh, the challenges and that kind of thing, they'll make it easier to understand the challenges because I've had a lot of trouble understanding these challenges. Okay, so now we're going to switch over to Twitter where Dennis also responded. Battlefront Addict. To level up heroes, must you play as them? Dennis responds with, yes. We will be introducing a way to convert your crafting parts into skill points in the patch following this, allowing you to get new star cards without having leveled up that character. So that's good. Cookie Distribution Incorporated. I'm curious how many points it will take to fully upgrade a card. Does it take more skill points to upgrade a card to higher levels? Or will it be one for one? 50 levels gives 50 skill points. Is that enough to level all star cards in the classes? I have almost 800 scrap. One for one? Or... So Dennis responds with, one skill point equals one new card or upgrade. Class level requirements in order to upgrade some of them. So you can't go from common to epic at level four, for example. One of the things, so the, the conversion rate for crafting parts will be a little bit different. So maybe uh, it's 30 to 40 crafting parts equal one skill point. Or maybe more, maybe less. So going forward, it depends on how they want to adjust that for the game. So that's good. So the skins will be in the loot crates, I suppose, asks Julian Hernandez. You can, Dennis responds with, you can get them through a crate awarded by a milestone, but you will not be able to purchase them with credits or crystals. Credits will allow you to purchase a specific cosmetic directly. So you can't buy loot crates. No more. You have to earn them through challenges or milestones or through timed events. What you can buy, though, are the cosmetics. And you can, you can, you're going to have a list of them. So maybe at launch they have four or five. You're going to be able to go through there and see all of them and their prices. And you can decide which one you want to save up for, which one you want to go for now. It's going to be simple. It's not going to be, okay, I get a random chance to get one of these skins. No, you're going to be able to decide which one you want to get. Another thing, you'll be able to earn XP based on performance, but you will not be able to use credits for upgrading your characters slash star cards. Credits will be used for cosmetics. So... Credits going forward, every time you earn them, they'll be used just for cosmetics. So that's good. Um, skill points are what you'll be using to level up your classes and everything. Yeah, it's nice we have a fine line between cosmetics and the practical star cards. It's not a fine line. I think it's like a big wall. Same thing, man. Lines and walls are the same. <laughs> so they've they've cornered off loot crates from the actual gameplay and the cosmetics from the actual gameplay so that's that's fantastic you have these three different things that you're going to be able to use to further your looks or your skills so skill points will be what you use to level up your classes loot crates will be earned through challenges and those loot crates will be used to get victory poses and emotes and then credits will be used for uh, the specific customization skins. So I think I'm just from this perspective and just from what they've said, I feel that they've they've nailed the progression system. Yeah, from so far what we read. Yeah, we have yet to actually experience it, so we can't say whether or not they actually did it in uh, action. But 
from the outset, just from what they said, it looks like they've nailed it. Shout out to a new listener, Darren, who uh, sent us a great tweet. Always appreciate that. And I'm really glad that he sent this because it's something that uh, I was really wondering about. And he he appreciates the um, the the objective uh, take of our podcast. So I really appreciate him saying that we actually do that. Um, our goal for Battle the Stars Battlefront podcast is to say these are the facts. This is what these this is what these things mean. Uh, we don't want to go out there and just tell a story for downloads or views or that kind of thing looking at you GameSpot, but i really appreciate him reaching out and telling us that because that's something that i aim to do with a podcast uh, something that we both want to do we don't want to be the 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 clickbaiter we don't want to be giving you false information or false views we want to give you the facts and our opinions on that um without Without necessarily going into the negative or the positive too much, we want to be the f- the fine line of okay. If 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 we're excited about something, hopefully that means it's a good thing. And if we're negative about something, that means more than likely it's going to be a bad thing. So I really appreciate that note. Uh, if you do enjoy the podcast or you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. Also, send us a tweet. I always appreciate reading those. We always appreciate getting messages and that kind of thing it's great to hear two ways that you can do that so the first one is twitter at swb podcast on there or through email battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com those are the two ways that you can get in contact us it's i always appreciate getting uh, messages from you what i love about the battlefront 2 community and the community that we brought around our podcast is how communicated we all are with each other um i am I always like talking Battlefront and Star Wars on Twitter or email. Really appreciate that. If you have topic suggestions, definitely hit us up. We want to do more more interaction between us and you, the listener. Always awesome, my friends of the podcast. If you do enjoy the podcast and have the extra cash, we would really appreciate if you support us in any way. Um, there are multiple ways that you can do that. One is Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. We've got some exclusive content on there. Got a lot of back catalog that I need to get edited and put on there. Um, another way is PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye-sheep, T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Yeah, and the podcast will always be free, so don't yeah. all, don't feel obligated to always donate because... Yeah, we don't, we don't want to put you in the red through supporting our podcast uh but if you have the extra cast and like uh extra cash and would like to support us we would really really appreciate it as we go forward it helps us to, to bring more content and bring uh, higher quality content um it gives us that extra incentive to keep on doing the podcast we're slowly going towards three years of doing the podcast which is always uh, it's going to be awesome uh, we would really appreciate it if you support us in any way you can. Another way that you can do so is through leaving us a review on iTunes. Definitely check that out. We love hearing uh, your feedback. It also helps us get new, new listeners. So someone's interested in Battlefront, they search the, our podcast, they find it. They're wondering if they want to spend the time. So they go into the reviews and they see, they see your wonderful comment. And maybe that pushes them to 
keep on listening. And that's always awesome. And gives us more incentive to keep on doing the podcast. So that's another way to support us. The other way is through Utini. Utini.com slash Battlefront. Um, the first three people that get the Star Wars Battlefront podcast bag and use the promo code SWB podcast will get a Battlefront podcast t-shirt. First three. So if that's something that you're interested in and you want to get some of the Star Wars books, we could, we're, Utini is awesome about supporting and switching around. If you have the books, maybe we can work out something like that. So definitely check it out. And if you do support us, first three people will get a t-shirt. We have a Discord. Our Discord is a awesome place. We've been talking about uh, what we want to do with the progression system there. Uh, DG17R is an absolute beast. He's got Max Ray, and he's maxing out all kinds of characters on there. And he's like, he's highlighting all of those on uh, on the Discord. So definitely check that out. I've I've been loving seeing how awesome he is at Battlefront. Um, so definitely check that out in the description. Finally, our YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Osaurus Battlefront Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. As always, thanks for listening, and may the Force be with you.